Welcome to Calvary International Christian Center. This is a word to inspire, encourage, and motivate you to live a life to the fullest. God bless you as you listen. For the ships of Shittim shall come against him, therefore he shall be grieved and returned, return and in indignation against the holy covenant, so shall he. So shall he do. He shall even return and have intelligence with them that forsake the holy covenant. And arms shall stand on his path. The sanctuary of strength. And they shall take away the daily sacrifice. They the abomination that makes desolate. And they shall do wickedly against the covenant. Shall they corrupt with flatteries. But the people that know their God, they shall be and do exploits. And they that understand among the people shall instruct many. Yet they shall fall by the sword and by flame and by captive and by spurs and by and many days. Amen. They that know their God shall be strong. And do exploit. I just want to take, we started that this, the theme for this year is knowing God, being strong in the things of God, and going to do exploits. Hallelujah. If we know our God, then strong and do exploits. There is uh, 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 three things, three things I need for us to understand in this particular verse we've read. Knowing God. Being strong and doing exploits. Let, let's rehearse it. Knowing God, being strong, and doing exploits. Let's say it again. Knowing God, being strong, and doing exploits. What is the relationship of doing exploits to knowing God? What is the relationship with knowing God? And being strong. We can see that when you are strong, then you have the, the proclivity to, to do exploits. Isn't it? When you are strong, like a, a, a man by the name Samson, the, he was strong. And therefore, he was able to do exploits. He was able to defeat the enemies. He was a judge in Israel, and because God had given him supernatural strength, Thompson was able to achieve things that baffled the, the enemies. He was able to do so much that one day the enemies came together and they, they, they went to the women that uh, Samson was hanging around with, and they said, let him tell us to his great strength. Because he was doing so much exploit that they needed to capture his strength. But the secret of Daniel's strength, Samson's, was his knowledge of God. When his knowledge and his covenant of God with God was attacked, his strength was gone. And when his strength was gone, he could no more do exploits. Are, are you getting it? So anytime we, we become strong, we can do exploits. Now, strength 
is dependent on our ability to know God. It's sometimes very difficult. When, when you, you read a scripture and it says in Matthew 6, 33, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all shall be added to you. It's like a two-step logic, isn't it? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's the first thing. Then all other things shall be added. I rather want other things to be added to, to me. So if I want other things to be given to me, then I'll have to go and look for it instead of seeking God. How many can understand what I'm saying? Because in, in, in verse 31, the Gentiles seek after these things. The Lord knows that you have need of these things. But you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yeah. He says that instead of going after the things that the Gentiles are seeking, instead of going after the things that everybody's running around, food, clothes, and shelter, everybody's looking for it, instead of you going for it, don't go for it. You, my kingdom. Why? Because when you seek my kingdom, you have knowledge of me. And when you have knowledge of me, then you can be strong. And when you are strong, then you can do exploits. Am I talking to somebody? So, our three-step logic makes sense. Knowing God, gaining strength, and doing exploits. Hallelujah. Knowing God. Knowing God. So, so it means that we will have to learn how to know God, first of all. Hallelujah. We will have to leave everything. Instead of chasing exploits, instead of thinking about doing things and doing, going here, there, everywhere, forget about exploits for now and seek. Hallelujah. Because when I know God, then I can be strong. When I don't know God, I am not strong. So it it, it, it stands to reason that even when you are in a and you don't take time to know God, you, can't, you are not strong. That's right. Hallelujah. How many agree with what I said? It stands to reason that if you, if you say, uh, 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 I am in church, I am in church, I've been in church, listen, I've been in church for 32 years. That doesn't qualify you to be strong. Because to be strong, you need to know God. And knowing God is not being around the things of God. There's a scripture in the Bible that really baffles me. Uh, Psalm, Psalm 103 verse 7. Put it on. Psalm 103 verse 7. It describes a man against a group of people. The Bible says that, and the people of Israel knew the, the ways, he said, and he made the, his, his ways known unto Moses by the acts to his, the children of Israel. So the children of Israel knew what? The things God does. But how many know that the things that God does is not the same as who God is? Are you with me? The things I do is not me. The way I am is who I am. Am I making sense? If I want to, if you want to know me, don't look at the things that I am doing. 
The things I'm doing is, is a manifestation of who I am. But if all you see me do is giving chocolate away, I give chocolate out. It just tells you that I'm a giver of chocolates. But if you know a nice person, then the act of giving chocolate is part of who I am. Do you understand? So if you, are, you know me as a generous person, you can receive more than chocolate. Chocolate is just one of the things I'm generous. But I'm a generous person. So I can give chocolates out. I can give uh, money out. I can give clothes out. I can give other things out apart from chocolate. But if all you have seen me do is to share chocolates, then when you see me here, come, let's go and get chocolates. You don't get anything else from me apart from chocolates. The children of, of, of God in the house of God these days only get what they see from God. So things that they never get. God is closed in other areas because they don't know the ways of God. We haven't taken time to seek the ways of God, to understand who God is and to understand what God does. We don't really have a relationship with him. We have a relationship with his acts. That is why the, the, the churches that show a lot of acts of God are the join. Rather than the church, churches that are teaching the n- knowledge of who God is to get for us to form our own relationship with our God. Those churches, are, they are wasting. We are interested in the exploits. We are interested in the actions. We are interested in the things that God gives, not God himself. There's a story about this father who traveled for a very long time and was coming home. And when he got home, you know, from the airport, he had bought a lot of things for his children, you know, toys, Nintendos, you know, games and everything. And the children were excited that daddy was coming home. The wife was excited that the husband was coming home. But the children were excited because of the things that daddy was bringing was in the back. The wife on the, was, inter- was excited because her lover, the one, her, her one, the one she has a relationship with, was coming home. Are you with me? So at the airport, when the children were running, running, coming to embrace, the father was also the children, and was also running with that, his arms, you know, lifted, ready to embrace the children, and the children underneath the arms of the of the father straight to the things that they went straight for the suitcase so the father was like the children had gone they are going to the suitcase and digging into it looking for the things that is how we behave in the church we are happy about the things that God has, has to give us rather than the giver himself that is why we don't do exploits hallelujah that's why the church is so... We've been chasing acts and have forgotten to know him and get to know him. First Peter 2, 2. As new... Desire the sincere milk of the word so that you may grow by, thereby, isn't it? 
Desire the sincere milk of the word. Desire to know the God. There must be a difference between believers and unbelievers this year. Am I talking to somebody? There must be a difference. The difference is not in, 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 in coming to church. The difference is not just being around, but the difference must be in the knowledge of who God is. So that you are not perturbed when situations turn, you know, left. When, when, when there's, there's so much fear. You know, yesterday, as soon as we got home, we turned the TV on. They said 40 people had been killed. Then my wife turned and looked at me. Because I said, we left that the terrorism is increasing and it's in the West. The aim of the terrorists is to make the West a desolate place. It's not Islam anymore. You types of, uh, what do you call it? Um, radical Muslims. Or is, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, Afghan, Afghanistan people are called what? No, the... The, the terrorists from Afghanistan, no, Al-Qaeda, that's the word I'm looking for. Al-Qaeda's ideology was to convert the countries, the nations of the world into and to have Sharia as the law that is practiced everywhere. But ISIS have a different ideology. Their ideology is not to convert anybody. Their ideology is the West a desolate place. Kill the infidel. Don't convert them. Kill them. Somebody said no. Convert them and put your rulership over them. That is uh, Osama bin Laden and his people. But the ISIS and their people is like, listen, let us... Just grigri, as Kiran said, grigri, baba, kill them. Hallelujah. So it, it's going to get worse and worse. Yet in the midst of all the atrocities, yet in all the killings, yet in the midst of all the bad news, they that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. In the midst of it. There's going to be a difference between those and those that don't. You know, in, in Goshen, Goshen was where they kept the Israelites in Egypt. That's where the slaves were kept. And Goshen was further from Egyptians lived. When God turned and decided to liberate Israel, what he did was he sends plague. But when the plague comes, the plague happens in Egypt, the mainland, but Goshen lived. When he sends lies, when he sends the, the water is changed and all the swarms, the locusts and all those, the frogs and everything, when they came, they came to the place where the people didn't know God. But where they knew God, it was different. I'm telling you, that same thing is coming back this time around. Those who know God will escape the plague. Those who do not know will fall prey to the plague. If you really know God, you'll know the voice of God. And if you know the voice of God, you'll be sensitive and he will direct you. He will say that just even though you are booked on this flight, 
you are scheduled to go to this market, even though you are scheduled to sit on this train or on this bus, something inside of you will say, no, not this bus. Wait for the next one. Hallelujah. Is it 7-7? July 7-7, bombing in, in London. A sister was getting ready to go to work that morning. It's that same bus she takes every day. 30 to get to work. That same bus. That same bus. The morning when she got up, she felt like every normal Monday morning. She got ready, you know, got herself ready to go to work. She had a quiet time with everything. All of a sudden, she didn't feel like going to work. She didn't know why, but she felt from inside that something was telling her that. So she called and said that I am not coming. It's not like she was sick. Nothing. She just felt I'm taking a day off. So she called and said, I'm not coming to work. So she just did a bit of cleaning and everything. She sat, put a TV on. Guess what? There was her bus. And where she sits, upper deck to the back. Normally, that's where she sits. The bus, it was like a can of, uh, what do you call it? Coke that has been blown. That would have been our sister right there. But something, that's something she had a relationship with. Because if you don't have a relationship with God and God speaks, you won't hear. You will not be sensitive to the voice of God. You don't just get sensitive over a period of time, over a relationship with God, then when God talks, you hear. I pray that you will all develop that relationship because that is where our safety is going to be. Am I talking to somebody? You develop your, the eye. The Bible says the eye may be several kinds of voices and sounds, but there is none without signification. You become very, very sensitive to know when your voice, the voice of your flesh is speaking, the voice of your stomach is speaking, when the voice of your feeling is speaking, when the voice of what your mother said is speaking, when the voice of the circumstances is speaking, you will know. When the voice of God is speaking, you will also know. When the voice of Satan is speaking, you will also hear that, no, this is Satan. Jesus heard Peter say, Thou art the Christ. Thou art the Christ, the Son. And then he said to Peter, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. The same moment after, same person, he says that, Far be it from you, Lord, to go and die. You are not dying today. If you die, what is going to become of us? And then he turned and said, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou savest not the things of God, but the things of man. Same person. Same moment. One was God. One was not God. How did Jesus decipher between the two sounds that came from the same person's mouth? Because he had a relationship with God. He knew what God wanted him to He was not confused by what was said by, by Peter. 
Even though the first one was God speaking through Peter. And the second one sounded as nice as the first one. But he knew that even though it sounds nice, it's not God. Are you with me? That is where our security will be. Amen. We have to try our best to get to know. Hallelujah. So we are going to look at how to know God. This year we will study to know who God is. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Amen. We to know who God is. In uh, 1 Timothy uh, 2.15, he says, Study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needs no, not be ashamed, dividing the word of truth. Study to show. When you study, you show yourself approved. When you don't study, you are disapproved. You understand? So approval comes by studying. Approval comes by not studying. Am I I talking to somebody? When you study, you are approved. When you study, you get to know. Amen. In, In Genesis, Genesis, come with me to Genesis. Are you learning something? Five, verse 22. And after he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God for 300 years and had sons and daughters. So days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. He walked with God. Which means that he had a relationship with God. He knew who God was. You know, in Amos 3.3, the Bible says, how can two walk together except they be in agreement? You know, when we walk together, we be in agreement because we think alike. We talk alike. Do you understand? We have a relationship. We talk. We walk. We, We have... We agree. We know each other things. We, 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 have, we, we, you know, when you, when you are with somebody for a very long time, you are married to somebody for a very, very long time, you get surprised, you don't even talk. You, you can understand. Just by looking at the person's face, you know what the person is saying. Are you with me? You can talk with body language without opening your mouth or to say something. After you've been with the person for a while, you know exactly what they are thinking at any, any particular time. You say that it means something. And you know exactly what it means. You walk with somebody for a while. Hallelujah. I pray that this year we will get to really walk with God. The, the hymn writer said, When we walk with the Lord, the light of his word, the glory he shares on our way. When we walk with the Lord, do his good will, he abides 
without still. In John chapter 15, he says that without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can try, but it will not amount to anything. In 2017, without God, it will not amount to much. How many have worked hard? Give me a wave if you you've done a lot of you know hard work. How many would testify that hard work hasn't really paid? Do you know that it is not by hard work? Wealth is not by hard work. Hallelujah. It's not by work. There are people who work harder than you and are poorer than you. There are people that you work harder than are very, very rich. It's by grace. And grace comes by knowledge. Grace is not just... You see, somebody says that grace is a merited favor. Just God gives it. But I also believe it, it comes as a result of knowledge. That's what we read. Was it First Peter 3.18? We read, grow in the grace... And in the knowledge of God. Grow in grace. Grow in knowledge. Then you can do exploits. You know, you are thinking about starting your business. In 2017. My advice. Yes, I know you have your business plan. Yes, I know you, ha- you are very qualified. They know how to, to put things together. But before you start doing anything. It's a three-step logic. Get to know God. Become strong in God. Even for a businessman, then you can be strong and do exploits. Hallelujah. You'll be amazed that the world rich rich people, they may not be uh, going to church all the time, but they know God. Rockefeller. You know Rockefeller? One of the richest people, Americans, that ever lived. He said that I do nothing without, uh, before I do anything, I go to the house of God and I tithe. Because before I do anything, I want to embark on the business, tithe the business before I do it. You have been in church for the last 32 years. You are struggling with paying 10% of what God gives you. His 10% struggle to pay tithe. But when we take your tithe record, we will not even look at your face. It, it means you don't have a relationship. You want from him, but you don't give. Am I talking to somebody? That is why you are still struggling. The liberal soul shall be made fat. You know all the words, but the words you know is all 419. But my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. Not my riches, his own riches. But he'll supply from somewhere. I don't have to know him. I don't have to really have a relationship with him. I can be, you know, a zigzag Christian. You know, a zigzag Christian. 
a 419 Christian. You are Christian, but you are not Christian. It's like you are known in the nightclub, and you are also known in the church. You are known in the crack house, and you are also known in the choir stand. You are known in the pub. You are also known in the protocol team. That's a zigzag type of Christian. 419. You are known as a shady person, but on Sunday, when we, some Sundays when we come to church, we see you around. No, no, that doesn't work. Doesn't work. It won't make you strong. It will not make you strong. It will make you weak, and you won't be able to do as much exploits as you ought to do. This year, you get to know God. Yeah. Become a regular in the house of God. Make it your, your ambition that this year, every Sunday I'll be in the house of God. And try and add to my Sunday, Wednesday. I will try and add to my church attendance the, the reading of the Bible and prayer. I will try and, uh, and add and add to, to, to what I am doing already. Add a little bit more to it. Pray longer. Take church home. You know, by the grace of the... Uh, now, now, the media team has voted. They are now more called the media team. Their name has been changed to the creative arts department. So, we'll have a chat about it. Yeah, you know that by the, the creative art department, every message is on the uh, internet. So for free, you can just put your earphones in on your way to church or to work. Word of God, how many of you think that this message is helping you? You know, so you hear it the whole week. You know, um, um, two days ago, I got a phone call. Fr- no, yesterday. Actually, yesterday I got a phone call from a gentleman, a, a, a pastor, who said to me that he wants to uh, uh, put our messages on a certain platform radio. That will reach, uh, he said, I don't know how many countries he said. And he was trying to explain that he has listened to a few of our messages, but he thinks that the message to leave our little platform on our website, he wants to put it on an international website. So he was saying to me that, I'm going to call you on Monday. I want us to discuss. I want to put your voice on there. Then I asked, I put the phone down. I said, my people don't even listen to my <laughs> messages. <laughs> Somebody who is a pastor, is not like an ordinary Christian, has listened to the messages and is thinking about promoting it a little bit more. But the people who sit in front of me every Sunday don't even go bother and listen to it again. I pray that twenty changes. Add more. Hallelujah. In First Peter, is it First Peter 9 to 11? It says that and add to virtue, to eleven, add to to your faith, virtue, knowledge to knowledge, goodness to goodness, temperance to temperance, uh, uh, kindness and gentleness. And then verse eleven says that if these things be in you, they make you fruitful. If you keep 
adding, it will make you fruitful in the knowledge of God. Put that verse on. Is it first Peter? Peter. One. Verse 11. says that if these things be in you, they make you fruitful. Verse 8. Is it? For if these things be in you and abound, they make you neither barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Some verses say that they make you fruitful in the knowledge of... Remember we just said that they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. And then it says that add. Add to knowledge. Add. Giving all this... Add, uh, giving all diligence. Add to your faith. Virtue. And to virtue what? Knowledge. How do you add knowledge? By, by listening. You read the Bible, read books. Christian literature. You know what? We've had to close our bookshop. We had to close it down. Why? Because nobody was even going there to buy any books. Seventeen. We are bringing it back. If you want to be wealthy, read a book. The wealth is in the book. See the difference between those who are rich and those who have and those who don't have. It's very subtle. It is not by just just the school you go to, or the school you don't go to. Are you with me? There are people who are educated, doctors and lawyers, and they are poor. There are people who dropped out from school and very rich. And yet, when you speak to any rich person, anybody who has prospered you realize the commonality of acquiring knowledge, proving themselves, adding to, adding to, adding to, adding to. You see, people who become rich by accident don't keep their riches for a long time. You know, lottery winner, or you suddenly come into wealth, somebody dies and gives you a sudden, you know, fortune. Those are accidental type of wealth. They don't amount to much because they don't have the requisite of how to use that wealth, to expand that wealth. And I told you about my friend called Bulgaria. Yeah. Sudden riches, riches. That's why if you're a Christian, don't bother with lottery. Don't bother with it. Don't bother with it because it doesn't make you rich. What makes you rich? You know Solomon? He didn't ask for money. He didn't ask for the neck of his enemies. He asked for wisdom. That's the right application of knowledge. You can never be wise if you don't have information, the knowledge. He had knowledge, wise because of the knowledge. And through the wisdom, he got wealth, riches, and honor. I pray for you. And I pray for me. CICC, this year we are going to do great exploits. We are going to do that we never thought possible. And it's going to work. And it's going to be, we are going to prosper. We are going to do what others have not been able to do. Because we are running after God. Chase after God. We are going to seek the Lord. 
become knowledgeable in the things of God, to become strong and do great exploits. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for everybody in this place. And I'm going to anoint your feet. Hallelujah. That was the instruction the Lord gave. That we need to anoint everybody. Some of you are going to own your own homes. I'm not talking about mortgage. You're going to pay off your own homes this year. How many believe it's true? Only one person. Yeah, you're going to own your own businesses. Yeah. Amen. Some of you are going to do things that you never... You, as you are sitting here, you, you don't, you're not even thinking about it. It's but it's coming. That's right. I see it coming. Amen. It's going to drop it. And you're going to do something great with it. Rise to your feet. Hope you've been blessed by the word. You can visit our website on www.calvaryinternationalchristiancenter.org or our Facebook page, Calvary International Christian Center. Call us on 0044 Be blessed.